0: I've got cancer, but I'm part of a clinical trial that could lead to new breakthroughs.
1: I've got cancer, but I've also got researchers working together to find a cure.
0: If you or a loved one has cancer, you need New Jersey's only comprehensive cancer center, designated by the National Cancer Institute. I've got cancer, but I've also got hope. Learn more at rwjbh.org beatcancer beat RWJ Barnabas Health and Rutgers Cancer Institute of New Jersey. Let's beat cancer together
2: rwj barnabas health new jersey's largest academic health care system and official health care provider of the new jersey devils let's be healthy together learn more at rwjbh.org speak of the devils is supported by riverside oral surgery official partner of the new jersey devils Everyone and welcome to another edition of Speak of the Devils podcast, presented by R W J Barnabas Health, the official healthcare provider of the New Jersey Devils. I'm Sam Kassan, joined once again the A team with Amanda Stein on the other side, and we've got a great guest for you guys today to hear. We've got rookie Fabian Zetterland is joining us, and Fabian, I got to start obviously because we're recording this on Wednesday, so the fans won't hear it till Monday. But <laughs> last night against Arizona, you scored your first national hockey league goal so can you walk us through the play and what it felt like to actually get that goal to go in
1: yeah obviously amazing feeling in my whole body uh when i saw it, it went in uh nico did a great play uh, and when i saw it went in i just was so happy so uh yeah it was really really nice to score the first one it was
2: were you expecting the pass? Were you anticipating? Did you think he might shoot? You're looking for a rebound. What's going through your mind when that scenario is coming down? Because obviously you don't get a lot of two-on-ones in the National Hockey League, especially with Nico Heischer having the puck on his stick.
1: Yeah, I mean, even when Sharon Govich had the puck too and uh, Nico too, I, I mean, I only the only I thing I have to do is just have my stick on the ice, you know, and be ready for a shoot, shoot that puck. So, yeah, I was, I know the pass is going to come. so So, I was ready for it.
2: So walk me through real quick as a shooter. You're kind of anticipating the pass coming through, ready to get your shot up. Are you thinking, all right, I want to go seven hole or I'm going to go top shelf or maybe try to beat them five? Hole. Are you thinking those things or are you, you're mentally just put the puck at the net and hope for the best? Uh,
1: I would say it's like automatic, you know, like I know exactly where I'm going to put the puck when I got it from like that spot. So... So uh, yeah, I I knew, like I, I've been in those spots before, so I, I know I, I have my my own spot I want to put the puck. So yeah, it was nice, it went in though.
0: One of the things I loved after the game was talking to you about how your family, you said, stayed up to watch that game. Obviously not knowing whether you are going to score your first NHL goal, but tell me a little bit about that, that support that comes from Sweden, Watching your games so, I guess, early in the morning.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, my, especially my mom watched all my games. Like, <laughs> for like three years now. So, and my dad watched the replay when he wakes up. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yesterday, yeah, all, all my family was watching the the games, uh, the game uh, in Arizona, and uh, they was really happy for me. And uh, yeah, that was what really worked? nice.
0: What were those conversations like after the game when you were able to talk to your dad in particular who you had mentioned after
1: yeah they was just screaming like it you know, <laughs> was so happy you know and uh, my sister woke up too when when I scored that goal so uh, <laughs> yeah that was uh, so excited for me how old's your sister uh, 18 okay and what does she do she's still in school or yeah she's still in school and uh, playing soccer so oh nice
0: she a good soccer player
1: yeah yeah i think so <laughs> i like that. you can
0: be
2: but honest
1: you, we're all friends, right. here. We're all friends here. yeah she's
0: good <laughs> you must appreciate though how you know the time zone is so different and your family giving you that support from all the way because you're right it's easy to wake up in the morning and watch the highlights but to to know that must be really special especially right now in your career where you're trying to make that nhl mark
1: yeah, I know. Uh, like it's it's a new world for them back home too. You know, they stay up and watch me, and uh, not really sleep that much. So, yeah, but they're trying to get like more uh, more into it right now, and uh, so it's like it's like <laughs> yeah, something something they really like to do. So, and uh, we'll touch on it. But since we brought up the
2: the family, what was it like? Growing up, what was your childhood like? What did you get into? Some fun stories. Were you always a hockey player? Did you play other sports? Give us a little glimpse of a little baby Fabian.
1: Uh, I actually took my first step when I was two, like on the ice, uh, and I could skate really good. And then my dad brought me to the rink and everything. and And then right after that, I went out to the soccer field and play soccer and uh, like. Yeah, on my street, back home, uh, outside my house, I was playing street hockey every day. And yeah, the neighborhood wasn't happy every time. But, yeah. Like, yeah, like every kid do, you know, like love to play with their friends and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah.
0: Are, are there other hockey players in your family?
1: Uh, my dad played like, but not on the not really high level. Yeah. So.
0: So you were the first one where things, you know, really took off, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. What did you play other sports? What
2: other things did you get, get into?
1: Yeah, I played soccer until I was like 14, maybe or something, 15. And then uh, I couldn't like really, I, I thought hockey was more fun and I was a little bit better at it too. So so I I started like playing hockey more and more and then I i like quit soccer though
2: so So did you have to make a decision at some point or is it kind of like because they take up both so much of your time it's like all right this is the one i have to choose
1: yeah yeah i mean i skipped a lot of soccer practice because of hockey so i at that point i like felt like no i can't do this anymore so so i just focus on hockey 100 percent did you have
2: any players that you idolized when you were younger that you wanted to be like or emulate or just that you're a huge fan of maybe when you were yeah
1: I mean I until I was like 17 or something I looked like Ovechkin like exactly same had everything like him like yellow blazes and tape job was like him and all the stuff and he's curved too and uh, yeah I watch him a lot and uh, and he's a really really good goal scorer so and I like that so yeah Looking forward
2: to uh, facing him on the ice then? Maybe have a little conversation with him? Tell him?
1: Yeah, I did it in the preseason, and uh, I was so, so, uh, so happy for that. That was so nice.
2: That's cool. What was that moment like? I mean, this is the guy that you vitalized for so long, and now you're on the same playing surface as him.
1: Yeah, first, like, on the warm-up, he was, like, stretching. I'm like, wow, this is, is this for (laughs) real? And then I was like, so standing beside him on their face off, and I was like, I have to touch him or something like that. So, so that was like a <laughs> special feeling.
0: <laughs> what about from back home? Like any like Swedish players that you either have skated with or that you watched growing up that you really idolized?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of watch a uh, couple guys, uh, Backstrom and uh, Forsberg, Peter Forsberg and uh, Matt Sundin, too, um, like when they played like over here, and uh, they had a lot of success. I didn't watch the Demons that much because I, <laughs> I was a forward and I know I, I want to produce like offensive, and so so I watched like most most Peter Forsberg and his like counter hits and stuff. So, so yeah, I, I really like him too.
0: And for you knowing that eventually, you're in Sweden, obviously, but you have to, you know, move to North America. What, what was that process like for you?
1: Yeah, it was hard. I mean, I was like, uh, I didn't really play a whole season in Sweden before because I toured my ACL, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I played actually without my ACL for a couple of months, and it uh, didn't went went good. So <laughs> I I decided. With New Jersey and do a surgery, so I surgery my knee and then, then I was out for the rest of the season back home. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was tough. I mean, I my family support me, my agent, all my teammates, their coaches, all this stuff, and even New Jersey supported me pretty good too. So, so I signed my contract that summer and then. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, I went over for training camp, and I wasn't healthy at that that point. Yeah. Uh, I think I played one preseason game, the last one because I, after I sent down. So, yeah, and that was hard time, like at the beginning in the HL too. I wasn't like hundred percent. I couldn't play mm-hmm. all the games. So, uh, but I felt like more more com- comfortable after after the season goes. So. Um, yeah, so the first year was really tough for me. Uh, and then the last season, like the COVID season was like pretty good for me. Like the workout, I worked out a lot, like for a couple months there back home. And then I decided to play in Sweden uh, yeah. in the B League there. Um, so uh, I think that was actually a good thing for me because start a little bit like slower and then just keep it up. So, yeah. And the then depression. I went over to HL and I felt really good. So, uh, and at that point right now, I'm I'm really glad that... Uh, Made I'm, that decision? Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> was there a point when you were dealing with that MCL uh, issue where you were unsure if you would be able to make a career out of? I mean, obviously, you know, medical technology and all that, but just the way you talk about it, was there a point where you weren't really sure what was going to happen?
1: no i mean okay. right now in this world they're really good at everything so i wasn't like i was 100 percent sure i gonna be fine and but it took time and i was like oh this is
0: the time boring. is frustrating that you have yeah, the patience, yeah, the patience um, that you
1: need usually it takes like a year to get back like 100 <laughs> percent and uh, i played after eight months i think my first game and and I had a knee brace and everything, and that kind of bothered me. yeah, it bothered me a lot, so I that was hard. Um, but uh, yeah, i I really like happy I did that surgery, but, mm-hmm. because right now I feel uh, really good.
0: When you came over to North America off the ice, what was maybe the the toughest adjustment? Was it a language bit? like what what was was it the food? like how did you sort of adapt
1: yeah, I mean, to that part of life? I would say the language. I mean, I moved in uh, with a Swedish guy right away uh, and I had Boqvist here too, uh, Bradder, Um And yeah, it was hard, you know, like you, you didn't really feel comfortable with the language and that stuff. But right now, I mean, you, you can talk to whoever you want. <laughs> you know? And uh, that's what he said too. It's going to come more and more. And I'm like, no, that's no shame. I'm like, <laughs> how i gonna learn it and then it, it comes right like right now i can speak like pretty good you could
0: do a podcast yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah. Podcast. <laughs> <It's>
1: nothing harder <laughs> and then uh, yeah but that's what happened when you listen to it you read it you talk every day and like yeah you get more used to it so
2: how was your english before you came over i mean did you speak any of it back in Sweden, learn
1: any of it? Or did you come fully having to learn from scratch and having not speak English at all? I mean, I kind of was like tired in the school, so I didn't like want to like the school so much. But uh, so I skipped a lot of things there because I started playing pro pretty early. Uh, and uh, so my English was like, I could say like, how are you? Good. You like those kind of stuff, you know? But, uh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm really happy I, I passed that way. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, you mentioned having, you know, coming to a team where, you know, both Jesper's, you have like that community of people around you. How valuable was that to you? And how nice is it for you to be a part of this team right now where you're seeing Bo really take off, Jesper obviously having his season, and you're all kind of doing it together?
1: yeah i mean that's that's really nice i mean we all was drafted like the same year almost and and uh, we went to train like dev- development camp together and all that stuff and now both are like making the team and uh, have success so that's that's something uh, it's really nice for for us i think yeah
2: and we do want to touch on uh alex holtz and your relationship with him in a little bit speaking of fellow. Countrymen, But real quick, I do want to delve back a little bit to the, the knee injury because as you recovered, did you feel like your game was getting better as the knee got stronger? And then do you feel like you're 100% right now?
1: Right now, I'm more than 100%. I mean, I don't really think about it. Uh, and at the beginning, I was like a little bit scared sometimes. and uh, But it, all about you have to trust it, you know? Uh, and, uh, I did it more, the more I played and like right now I feel really good. So, yeah. And do you think that was a big factor? And I mean, I know I,
2: we talked when you got this call up recently about your goal scoring, the huge outburst and you took got 24 goals this year leading the club. And you said you wanted to have a, a shooter's mentality, but did the knee, I mean, did that help too? Obviously you get a little more, you're able to skate better. You have to skate faster. If you're able to trust, it, you're able to cut more. Like do you think it was kind of those two things that came together to help you this season?
1: yeah i mean i kind of like the last summer like this summer last uh, i don't know like yeah the last summer uh yeah i i like uh, start skating with like a skating coach and all that stuff back home and and that really helped me like push me like to a next level and i feel like i can fly out there like i did before in my surgery so so uh I'm really glad why I took help of uh, those guys there and uh, even my personal uh, coach back home. It's uh, do a really good job with me. So, so, yeah. And we
2: talked about the, the shooting mentality, wanting to put the puck on the net. You you told me that the last couple of days ago. Where does that come from? Were you were you having conversations with coaches and they wanted you to do that more? Was it something you decided you wanted to do? Because I'll be honest a lot of especially young players tend to defer to better players so when you're playing with the nico Heischer, a lot of players will defer to him but you you're not shy at all about shooting the puck and putting it on a net so where did that kind of come from
1: no i mean i kind of always been like a shooter um uh, but uh, not always hit the net you know like you have to see like fi- find the confidence in the game and all that stuff and when you have that it's uh it's automatic you know it's just just coming, and the puck is there, and you shoot it, and it goes in. It's it's a nice feeling. I love to score goals, and I that's something I want to keep doing. So, yeah, I'm not gonna change that.
0: So you score your first goal yesterday. Do you have any idea? Like, are you gonna keep the puck? Are you gonna send it to your parents? That's always the question. You get that puck. What are you gonna do with it?
1: I think I gonna put it like there. I had my first NHL game puck too, and yeah. Uh, my fam, my dad probably gonna do something with it, like uh, put it somewhere and uh, in my my uh, old room I have back uh, home in my family's house. Does he keep a lot of those things from your Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, we have everything. It's it's crazy. That <laughs> that room is like jerseys everywhere, and like
0: is it a little like, embarrassing? The- like if someone comes over. <laughs>
1: yeah they they kind of like my sister is pretty tired of it right now because she wants that room and it's it's a big room so yeah so uh, but no that's gonna be for the trophies and jerseys and
0: (laughs) i love that your your younger sister wants the room nope sorry it's (laughs) filled filled with all the babies (laughs) yeah (laughs) when you go home though during the summer do you do you live at home with your family or do you live elsewhere
1: I did. Uh, I did until uh, yesterday. I bought an apartment. So,
0: oh, literally yeah. yesterday.
1: Yeah, like, uh, like, yeah. Today I gonna sign it. So.
0: So yeah. wait, this is amazing. So you score your first NHL goal. Yeah. You have a two point night, and you buy your first apartment all within a twenty four hour. Meeting.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, ex- exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that's that's really nice i'm really that's pretty
0: crazy have you so i mean obviously it's a place back home in sweden is that it yeah and have you seen it before because you've been here for a while
1: only on the, my sister sent me a video that's it <laughs> and uh, they kind of know what i want but uh, but i'm really really excited for it to come back and see like they're gonna decorate it and stuff so uh, so i'm really really happy for that
0: now you won't have a room in there with all your jerseys, right? That's going to be for your dad.
1: <laughs> That's going to be for my dad, yeah.
0: <laughs> and is it close to homes or is it close to maybe friends? Like where what is the situation there?
1: Oh, uh, everything is kind of close. It's like 10 minutes in okay. car car to my family's house and and uh, like 5 minutes walk to the rink from uh, yeah, the rink we have there, so
0: That's pretty exciting. <laughs> That's so like- yeah, everything
1: is kind of like close there, so But it's nice, though.
0: So this will be a very memorable time of year going forward
1: for you, where everything
0: kind of all happened at the same time.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah.
0: So I know Sam mentioned it before. Sammy, I'll let you take it away. But we're talking about housing and where we're living and all that stuff. Obviously, you have a roommate in Utica, um, who we all know quite well. Now you've got to give us the, you know, got to give us the information. What's it like? Because I sometimes see on your instagram stories and all you guys are making gingerbread houses having a good looks like you guys have a good time living together
1: yeah we are actually we have a lot of fun together uh we can just sit in the couch and just watch tv and just laugh for for two hours straight and that's something something you can't do with everyone you know like you have to have that uh, strong connection we have and uh, and even on the at the rink too we like like to like push push each other every day and like uh, all that kind of stuff and we make cooking food together and we go for dinners and lunch and yeah whatever so yeah we don't leave the living room before we go to the bed so
2: <laughs> i was gonna say obviously you've got the shared language the shared countrymen did you guys hit it off right away and was that part of the reason you decided to live together or did you just Get along so well and similar interests like I said you, you play video games all night and then crash and then go to the rink the next day
1: <laughs> yeah i mean the kind of the bond kind of started last year when he went over to play in ihl um uh, we just said we know who we are but we wasn't like friends you know and then i saw him and i was like hey what's up like that and you know and then i felt like right away that time we we're gonna be that close right away and and that was right. too. So, uh, and then like after training camp, I went down to Utica and he went down a couple, couple of days after me and we was right away searching for a place there. And, uh, and that was like hundred percent, we're going to live together. So that was like a easy, easy for us.
2: It's interesting because you're obviously the older, the elder statesman, if you will. Do you look at yourself as a mentor to Alexander Holtz a little bit? I mean, I know you guys are, you're not too close difference in age, but, you have been in the American League circuit longer than he is. You've been around the program a little bit longer and he's still kind of fresh. So do you look at kind of a role model type,
1: mentor type? Do, is he going to see this right now or not? Uh, we can hide it from him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you don't want to like put it in his head, right?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, I kind of mentor. Yeah, yeah, I would say that I, I try right now. He probably knows more. But at the beginning, I tried to help him with, with everything and like yeah. That's how we get used to it more, you know, like uh, the country and all that stuff can be like outside the, the rink to uh, the grocery store and like all those stores around. So, so, yeah, I kind of helped him with that, but uh, don't show him that. No, no, we'll, we'll keep that. Over yeah, we'll... Up.
2: <laughs> but what, what type of roommate is he? What type of roommate are you? One of you like the cleaner roommate is one of you the... Messier, or you, but very similar. Messier
1: for sure, he is.
0: That didn't take long for you to answer.
1: (laughs) No, no, I, I, I actually cook a lot, and he does sometimes too. But when he's doing that, he's doing really well. So, but that's not that often though, and uh, (laughs) and I clean it up after sometimes. I was
0: gonna say, if you cook, does he clean?
1: No, no. (laughs) <laughs> you're just
0: stuck doing everything
1: <laughs> so we kind of play video games together and he's sometimes he's playing like video games and like I cook and then he would switch sometimes too so it's like it's like an easy world you know
2: right, so what, what is your favorite dish to cook what is his what is
1: his uh, masterpiece uh, he does like salmon uh, salmon pasta sometimes it's uh, really good though so yeah uh, and I really like to do this—the meatballs, Swedish meatballs. I kind of have a, have a place in Uruca. They like uh, doing that for for us. So
0: it's really, like of, especially uh, for you guys, like once they
1: yeah, they it's like a sandwich place, and uh, and they did like a week. They did like uh, our own one, Swedish comets. And uh, oh wow, it was like a sandwich with meatballs and brown sauce on it. so it was actually really good. so
0: that's kind of nice to sort of see the the community in Utica yeah, embrace yeah. that type of thing right? And I mean the other thing is is that it's a great hockey community, is it not?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. The crowd and the fans are are actually really good. I was surprised when I walked in the first game and saw all those fans and the crowd so. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Well,
2: I'm sure it helps when you start the season 16-1 and one and on an incredible run. What was that run like? I mean, I know it's many months ago, but when you're setting a, a league record with wins to start the season, that has got to be something special to be a part of.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, we won a lot of games at the beginning and we just kept rolling. We didn't think about it. We had like we was up uh, like a couple of couple, uh, goals and Everyone was like, didn't you know, like force anything in the locker room. It was like, yeah, this is easy. We're going to win this. And that's what we did. And that was like something we, we kept going with, with the, the whole season. And that's why I was so sexless, you know, the team is, it's good, you know. And how
2: intricate has the, or integral maybe, has the coaching staff in Utica been with your development as a player, particularly your ability to get, Explosive offensive season.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, they helped me a lot uh, watching clips uh, almost every day, and like uh, want to help me to get to this level here. And uh, yeah, even on the ice, I work a lot with uh, the Russian uh, Bryl in there, and uh, and even Denin too. Uh, we work we work on my on my shot for sure, and uh, and even how to like uh, in front of the net to tips and. Uh, all those kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, they helped me a lot.
2: And uh, before we let you go, we do like to peel back a little bit and get to know you as people, as a person. So, give us what you like to do in the summer, some hobbies, music tastes, anything that, to let the fans know a
1: little bit more who uh, Fabian Zettelin is. So, my summer, uh, I really like... I work out in the, in the morning and then I lay in my uh, sunbed for a uh, five hours maybe oh, really? and then then i go go in take a sip of water and then i go out again i really like to spend the time out in the summer outside and and the sun is really good in sweden too so so yeah and then i go and do barbecue for my for my parents and stuff so so yeah that's almost my, my <laughs> summer does that's your the new
0: place you. have a balcony that you could yes. sit down on? Okay, yes. good. Was that important? Make sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to, okay, I have one more question because um, a couple years ago, I, a couple years ago, I was in Greece and when I was there, they celebrated Swedish Midsummer. Yeah. It was honestly the biggest, craziest party I've ever been to in my life. Can you tell me, like, what is Swedish Midsummer?
1: Yeah, that's actually a huge uh, holiday. I mean, uh, everyone is like catching up and uh, all the different family have like... Uh, like uh, s-
0: Traditions and stuff? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like um, outside you do like the dancing around... Uh, oh, we did it! <laughs> dancing around the tower thing, I don't know what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have a uh, dinner and you... You drink uh, some special uh, like uh, small thing, you know? Yeah, a little,
0: little uh, shot. A yeah. little shot. It was honestly, honestly, Fabian it was the craziest party I've ever been to.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's actually fun. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, something that's really big in Sweden. So, Love Every year? Yeah. When is this? Summers? Every year, yeah. In the summer. Awesome.
2: Well, Fabian, one final question for you and then we're going to let you go and that is does Alex Ovechkin get the all-time goal-scoring title for the National Hockey League? Do you think he's going to get it?
1: Yeah, for sure. That's why he's playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's like the a best first, answer. It's true. That's a fair point.
2: I mean, I will say, while we were waiting for the uh, game against the Coyotes to start, there was the Flyers Washington game, and it was like eight two Washington. He was still out there on the power play, still ripping shots. He's he's certainly yeah. going for it. Yeah, Maybe you can follow his footsteps.
1: Yeah, you're gonna reach it for sure. I'm hundred percent sure. Awesome. Well,
2: Fabian, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you coming on to our podcast here. And with that, we will wrap it up, fans. So thank you for listening to the Speak of the Devils podcast brought to you by R.W.J. Barnabas Health, the official health care provider of the New Jersey Devils. For Amanda Stein, Fabian Zeron, I am Sam Kassan. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one.